I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I'm now on Sunday nights in St. Louis at 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Every Sunday night, 7 to 9 St. Louis time, 5 to 7 Pacific. So I'm going to be doing on the podcast some occasional monologues about issues. I'm also going to post some of the show. So it'll be a combination of both here on the podcast. They also podcast that on the Odyssey app. You can find the Heidi Hair Show podcast. But this is, I'm going to kind of break up my two-hour show into individual podcasts. So I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you tune in Sunday nights, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Join me from 7 to 9 St. Louis time, 5 to 7 Pacific. Here's a little of the show this week. The Heidi Harris Show. Heidi Harris. The Heidi Harris Show is on the air. Good evening. How you doing? I'm Heidi Harris. We're going to do this every Sunday night. We're going to talk about some of the top stories of the week, and we're also going to uh, chat with uh, various guests, depending on you know whether or not we need one. Sometimes we won't have one. Sometimes we will. Uh, the big story for me, one of them in the, of the week, obviously, we talked about Afghanistan last hour, but the big story for me is what's happening to our country? I, I mean, I've, I got to tell you, I posted a picture the other day that was taken in a casino in Las Vegas where there was a you know, face mask required right by the bathroom. And I'm like, what, what has happened to, to this world? And this is what one person said. And, and I, this is, to me, is just representative of what's happened to us as a country. He said, we do what we're asked to do in order to do the things we love, no matter the level of pointlessness. Okay, I'm going to back that up and read it again slowly. This is my friend's tweet, and I love my friend, and I didn't want to argue with him. But this is indicative of a lot of the attitudes you see out there. We do what we're asked to do in order to do the things we love, no matter the level of pointlessness. Wait a minute. What gives these people the right to restrict our lives? to force us to wear a mask at work, to force us to wear a mask at the store, to force us to wear a mask. I mean, could you imagine when I saw this face mask sign in the bathroom, (laughs) this picture outside the bathroom of the casino, I mean, would you want to have surgery and have your doctor come out of the bathroom with a mask on? I mean, do you understand how crazy that is? And I have been in a situation, my mom a couple years ago got very sick and uh, somewhat, somewhat contagious, and this is before COVID, and we had to mask up gown up every time we went into her room. We had to put the mask on, the gown, the, the, the gloves, the whole bit, right? Lean over her bed, then when we'd leave the room, hey, here's what we would do. We would take all of that off, and we'd put it in a trash can and go down, you know, to the cafeteria or whatever, come back in, get a fresh mask, get some fresh gloves, get a fresh gown, and put it on if we wanted to hang out in my mom's room. Every single time we did that. For days this went on. Because I understand the value of masks. I understand why people use them, obviously. But what we're doing now is crazy land. I mean, I don't know what's happened to us. Now we're fighting about masks. Whatever happened to racism? We used to fight about race. Now it's about the vax. And you get the obvious point here, right? The obvious point is that if vaccines worked, <laughs> we, it wouldn't matter if you had the vax. And here's the most amazing thing of all that has absolutely... Where's the story? I got a whole stack of stories here on the vax because I've just been watching this all week long. Here's the, the craziest thing that they've done. The media has been masterful at this. 
turning us against each other. That's what they always do. That's what they did in Nazi Germany. That's what they did in the you know, Chinese Cultural Revolution. That's what they do. They turn you on each other because government can't be everywhere. Now, just so you know, I'm not taking a position on vaccines. If you want to get a vaccine, if you've done your research and you feel like it's the right thing for you to do, you get a vaccine. You go right on ahead and get a vaccine. And it should work, right? Right. Uh, you shouldn't have to have a second one. Well, I guess a second one with some kinds. And then, wait, wait, a booster, maybe that'll work. And, you know, in Israel, they're finding out that a lot of the people who are getting this, because most of the people in Israel are obviously vaccinated, they're finding out the numbers are horrible. They're way ahead of us. Horrible. That Israel's COVID outbreak is mostly because of fully vaccinated people. What? But the, the media, they've been masterful at turning us on each other by convincing us, because there's no critical thinking anymore, they're convincing us that if, if you get COVID and you're vaccinated, it's my fault. What? I've had COVID. I've earned every antibody that I could possibly have. So it's, wait a minute, it's my fault? You're going to blame it on the unvaccinated? Listen to this. There was a man in Florida who died in a retirement home from COVID-19. His daughters wrote an obituary urging people to get vaccinated and blamed the state for his life ending. Wait a minute, I thought he was vaccinated. I mean, think about this logically. A year ago, two years ago, if somebody was vaccinated for the flu, you didn't know. You could be sitting on a plane next to somebody with, I don't know, tuberculosis, Ebola. You don't know. You have no idea. And nobody cared before because it was just assumed that once you got to be an adult, there was a certain amount of immunity you had to certain things. I mean, I took a million vaccines when I was a kid. I had a doctor who stuck me with every needle in the world, and I was a very healthy child. I'm not anti-vax. Absolutely not. But when you look at this and you can't even find information that contradicts the company line or you have to work really hard to find it, that should tell you something. Right? You feel like you're, you're not getting the truth. It kind of reminds me of the people at Planned Parenthood who don't want you to have access to an ultrasound because they don't want you to have all the information. Because if you saw an ultrasound, you might make a different decision about getting an abortion, right? So we don't want you to have all the information about a vaccine because you might go, I might want to wait. Not saying you should. I don't give anybody advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not qualified. And that's another thing. A lot of these people who are giving you the vax or wanting you to get the vax, they're working for corporations where if they speak out, they'll be fired. I don't need to explain that, do I? I don't think so. You know that deal. So back to these young ladies in Florida. So their father passed away in a retirement home, which is terrible, okay? Surviving daughters expressed their anger in an obituary about how their father could have been infected and said his death was preventable, according to the Washington Post. He was infected, they said, by someone who chose to not get vaccinated, and his death was preventable. Well, you got, a, you got, got proof of that? You got proof of that? They speculate, speculation, they speculate that he contracted the virus from an unvaccinated person. Oh, I see. Apparently, he took it seriously. He had uh, uh, chronic, uh, you know, OPD, uh, what is it, COPD and this and that. Okay, fine. So he took the vaccine. All right, great. It was a relief when he got vaccinated, they said. But the reality was he was around unvaccinated people. Here's a breaking piece of news for everybody. I know. I'll say it slowly so these girls can understand it. Sorry about your father. But you don't know who you're around every day of the week. When you get on a bus, a plane, go to Walmart, you have no idea who's around you, who could potentially have something. And if you're that fragile, then, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but you've been lied to, and it's not by me. That's the thing nobody wants to talk about. Big Pharma has lied to you. They told you the vaccine would be a guarantee. It's not. 
just read a story the other day about uh, a man in St. Louis passed away who ran a school, fully vaccinated. And I don't want to mention his name. To my, my objective is not to hurt anybody's feelings and make a political case out of somebody's uh, passing away. I have a friend in radio who passed away who was not a vax guy, did not get a vaccine, didn't feel like he needed it. He was healthy. And people are making all kinds of political hay out of this guy. He was a great friend, a great talent. And it breaks my heart. But he made a choice, just like people who get the vaccine and make a choice. But ultimately, life is going to be, obviously, it's going to be risky. I mean, you you get in your car and you drive down the street. You don't know if somebody's going to be driving correctly. I mean, the idea that that there's no risk. And here's the thing that amazes me. As a person of faith, and I'm not going to go all religious on you here, don't worry. As a person of faith, it's stunning to me that there are people who will reject God. Okay, the God who created us, the God who loves us no matter what, even if he spanks us once in a while, that God. They'll reject God, yet they will believe that public health officials have our best interests at heart. Really? You really think so? You really believe that? Are you out of your minds? It's crazy. Now, got some studies here, okay? Most face masks won't stop COVID-19 indoors, according to this study. Did you need a study for that? So done at the University of Waterloo. They simulated a person breathing in a, uh, with a face cloth, face mask, and, you know, this and you. Do I need to go into all the details? Basically, it doesn't really work. They said about 10% of exhaled aerosols were stopped. The, mess, the rest make their way up the mask through the top and spread into the surrounding environment. Oh, brother. I heard about some masks the other day. I've got to fly here next month, and I heard about some masks the other day that are basically like nylons, like wearing a pair of nylons. Now, they have really clear ones that you can see through, and then they have others that are just dark enough that people don't realize it's basically like working, uh, talking through nylons. And I have a friend who has to wear masks for work. She said, these are life-changing. I'll have to get one. And I'm paying you, so I'm not going to give you the website. <laughs> but, I mean, did you need a study? And, and most places will say face coverings. They don't even say, like this, this casino sign that I posted on Twitter, all individuals are required to wear face coverings. Now, what is, I mean, that means all manner of things. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's good to see St. Louis County dealing with this. I love this, that they're fighting back on this. They've got no authority now to impose a mask mandate. Uh, it's great. I mean, we'll see. People around the country are speaking out more and more. But here's another story that you may have missed. We'll get to this coming up after the break. The CDC apparently isn't even tracking a lot of these so-called breakthrough cases. And, of course, what is breakthrough? What does that word even mean? To me, breakthrough simply means what? That you, that you got it anyway. It should not, the word shouldn't be breakthrough. The word should be failure. The vaccine failed. Once again, not telling you not to get the vaccine, but it fails. And so instead of blaming big pharma or lying politicians or the fact that this thing was rushed to market, forget about any of that. They're going to blame somebody who's not vaccinated, somebody they've never met who's not vaccinated. Oh, okay. This goes back to the beginning, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve. And then it was everybody stay home for six months because you might kill somebody's grandmother. Remember that? So people you don't even meet. You were potentially going to kill. I've actually heard people refer to people who don't get vaccines as silent killers. Really? Oh, brother. Okay. So we'll get to the CDC and how many people. And by the way, 
This story about the CDC only tracking some of the breakthrough cases came from Pope ProPublica, which uh, I've interviewed some of the folks at ProPublica. Not exactly a right-leaning site. That's what's so interesting to me about this whole thing. The left is starting to wake up to this, and they're putting more and more stories out asking questions. Nice to see once in a while, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever happened to herd immunity? When's the last time we heard about that? Or is that so 2020? Herd immunity. You know, the idea that hundreds of millions of people got COVID, and at some point, these people were going to be what? They're going to have some kind of immunity, right? Right. They wouldn't need a vax, right? So if you couple that with the people who get the vax, then you should be all set, right? Okay. Well, I haven't heard that phrase in quite a long time. Now everybody should get the vax. And here's another thing. Once again, if you're new to me, new to, obviously new to the show, it's the first night of the show. I'm not anti-vax. You get a vaccine, that's your choice. Nobody's going to make fun of you here. But haven't you ever wondered why everybody can get this? Everybody? Like, most people, well, everybody can't even take aspirin. Let's start about that. My dad was allergic to penicillin. You know, everybody can't take anything. Everybody can't, right? Used to get second opinions. Well, my situation is such that I've got this problem or that problem or high blood pressure or arthritis or an autoimmune thing or I'm a certain age. Or, but now everybody can get this vaccine. Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks. People who have arthritis, people who have autoimmune problems, people who've already had COVID, everybody can get the jab. Just pick one. Everybody. And pretty soon they're going to try to make these things legal for kids. Now, Israel, and it's so disappointing, Israel's trying to get this thing in little kids, like kids under 12. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. For kids, because we don't know what's going to happen down the road. And once again, not saying you shouldn't get the vaccine, but children, that's a little different. Anyway, so there's a story in ProPublica. And if you don't know ProPublica, not exactly a right-leaning site, okay? They're writing about this. The CDC only tracks a fraction of breakthrough COVID-19 infections, they say, even as cases surge. And guess what? They stopped checking these as of, wait for it, guys, ready? May of this year. That's right, as soon as the new variant found a foothold in the U.S. Now, I don't even know, and I've heard people say they can't even tell if it's the Delta variant or the Lambda thing coming next. I think the murder hornet one's coming in the fall, right? I don't know. But they stopped, the CDC stopped tracking COVID-19 in vaccinated people, which they call breakthrough cases, which I would call vaccine failure. Unless the illness was severe enough to cause hospitalization or death. Now, in fairness to the vaccine manufacturers, they never said this thing was 100%. They said it was, you know, 70%, 80%, 90%, depending on which one you were talking about, okay? That was supposed to prevent severe infections in people. That's what they said. But the problem is when people get a problem, and there are people who are dying. There was just a story in St. Louis the other day about a, a popular guy who ran a school who passed away fully vaccinated. When people are dying from COVID, it's always the fault of, of somebody who's not vaccinated. Wait a minute, what happened? Wait, well, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not my fault. It's the fault of Big Pharma because they told you, they guaranteed. You know what it really comes down to? It's not even about that. It's about the fact that people are willing to trust government more so than they trust anything else. I mean, they really wanted to believe in the vaccine. By the way, just so you know, I'm a Trump supporter. I said the same thing when Trump was president. It's not about who the president is for me, my questions. 
but everybody can take a vaccine. Everybody, pregnant women. I mean, when my mom was pregnant with me, they gave her uh, what was Dexedrine because I was her first child, and she went to the doctor because she was sleeping a lot. The doctor said, oh, we'll give you something. They gave her Dexedrine, okay, speed, basically. And she would be up at 3 o'clock in the morning cleaning floors. And she said, wait a minute, I maybe. Back then, they didn't realize that those kinds of drugs cross the placenta. Now they know. Now there are a lot of things that, you know, don't want to drink wine and don't want to do this and don't want to, don't want to smoke, obviously. It's taking street drugs, obviously. All those kinds of things. Or people who don't want to take chemo when they're pregnant, even if it could save their lives because they're worried about what it would do to the baby. Pregnant women, no problem. Everybody can take this. And, if, and here's the problem. If you ask the question, you're looked down on, like, oh, how dare you? And it's really difficult to access the points of view of people who don't get on board with this. Now, remember, once again, most doctors nowadays are working for big corporations. They can't step out of line. They can't give you a different opinion because they'll lose their jobs. But I, I'm still going back to what I said a few moments ago about how people are so quick to believe. And, and listen, I know there are people in public health who really care about what they do, obviously. And, and some politicians, very few, but some. But you're automatically going to believe that these people have your best interests. What makes you think they do? They care about money. They care about the same things everybody else cares about. Power, covering their butt. They care about everything. It's not necessarily you. You're the last. I don't even know you. Why should I care about you? You can't sue them. I have a friend whose husband has been in the hospital for four months after having the vaccine. That's not everybody. I have plenty of friends who've had it who are fine. My friend's husband, hospital for four months. All kinds of problems. Let's hope he gets out of there. I, I'm hoping and praying that he does. Don't know if he's going to, but she can't sue anybody. He had already had COVID. He never should have had the jab. She wasn't there to say no when the doctor said, oh, you should get this. And her life is 48 years she's been married. 48 years. Guy was healthy. Guy was totally healthy. Survived COVID. Was totally healthy before this. She can't sue anyone. What do you do? You can't sue anybody. The CDC is now telling ProPublica, they said in an email, it continues to study breakthrough cases just in a different way. Huh. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Among nursing home residents, the CDC released some data. One of the studies showed vaccine effectiveness dropped from 74.7% in the spring to just 53% by midsummer. I take you back to the young ladies I talked about moments ago whose father died in a nursing facility in Florida. They're blaming unvaxxed people for his demise when the fact is the vaccine failed. It's not a vaccine breakthrough, it's a vaccine failure. Bottom line is, I mean, you have to do what you can to take care of yourself. And, and I got to tell you, I'm not going to pick on overweight people, but if I see one more story from somebody who passed away who was way overweight, and they'll say, oh, well, they're mad at unvaxxed people. I'm thinking, hold on a second. If you care about your family, get out and walk. Why are we talking about that? We've known for, well, you've known forever that if you're overweight, it makes you more, you know, susceptible to a lot of things. But we've known for at least a year that overweight people are far more likely to die from COVID. So get out and walk. 
But nobody does that. And then these people, the stories on, oh, we're supposed to feel sorry for them. Oh, they left their family. Oh, they're blaming unvaccinated people. Hold, I'm blaming you because you were not walking. So it's fascinating how the narrative has changed and they totally twist it around. Let's never blame the person who's 100 pounds overweight. Oh, no, not their fault. No, 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 no. And there was a young lady. I don't have it in front of me. I'll do it from memory, but just stay with me. The principle's what matters. A young woman who was a, uh, a star athlete, and there was a young man who died, a teenager, and some woman was saying uh, something about the vaccine, and the mother was, and this teenager goes, what your kid needed was to something like to do some exercise or something instead of this. Well, she was trashed, lost sponsors. She pointed out the truth. Now, maybe the kid had a problem. I don't know what the kid's problems were. I don't know why he was overweight. Maybe he didn't do anything. Maybe he had some other issues. I understand that. I'm not making a blanket statement about everybody who's overweight. But that's a factor. It's not the only factor. It is a factor. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I had COVID last year. It kicked my butt. I was really sick for about two weeks. I was flat on my back. But I was working morning drive. I worked morning drive for the better part of 20 years. And I was getting about two hours of sleep a day because it was an election season and I was doing booking guests and, you know, it was crazy. All kinds of stuff going on, debates and this and that. Wasn't getting enough sleep. I get out and exercise. I do walk my dogs, but I wasn't getting enough sleep, was not taking care of myself. Probably too much fast food. I got sick, really sick. My husband barely got a glancing blow. And I'm sure I probably wouldn't have been as sick had I been taking care of myself, had I been sleeping. So... If you don't take care of yourself, if you don't manage your blood pressure, if you don't manage your weight, if you don't eat correctly, if you don't get enough sleep, whatever those things are, no matter what goes around, you're more vulnerable. Whether it's COVID or, you know, the COVID-19 or COVID-20 or whatever we're going to come up with next, whatever it might be, any kind of major problem, you are going to be more likely to be a casualty just because you're not taking care of yourself. Once again, not picking on anybody. It's a fact. And the media has totally turned this, well, you're a bad person if you're not vaccinated. Hold on a minute. Back that big truck up. Wait a minute. But he didn't, but he was, what doesn't matter if he's overweight. Well, yeah, it does. Anyway, they're not telling you the truth. Now the CDC's not releasing the right information. That's what's making people crazy. Now the mask wars are getting intense, as you know, right? I mean, they are really getting intense. Yesterday I went into a store without a mask on. And I just had to get a friend of mine, her husband, just recovered from COVID, luckily. And I was bringing her some frozen food. I don't cook for people I like, but I wanted to help out. So I brought her some, uh, I, I, I tease her. I said, I, get, I go to Aunt Stouffer. I get, you know, the big tray of the mac and cheese, you know what I'm talking about? I got a couple of those, you know, to bring, so she can stick them in the oven, whatever. It's convenient. So I go to the store, I pick those up. And I have a mask on. I'm the only person without a mask on. I thought, well, if someone bigger than me tells me to put it on, I will. So there was a woman ahead of me in line at a bunch of stuff. And she was so nice. She said, oh, here, go ahead of me. You only have the two things. I said, well, thank you. The cashier didn't give me a hard time. The lady in line didn't give me a hard time. Nobody's harassing me about it. But the mask wars are becoming an issue for some people. No question about it. Do you see this one? American Airlines is not going to serve alcohol in the main cabin of its flights until January 2022. (laughs) Because... It's bad enough that you get a bunch of drunk people on a missile. Now you're going to have a bunch of drunk people who are mad about the masks. Now, I've had to fly a couple of times recently, and as much as I get irritated with the whole topic, when I go to the airport, I just do what they tell me to. I really do. 
And the reason for that is because, A, they're in charge, and I'm not. B, I want to get on the plane, and they can make my life miserable if I miss the flight. That's it. That's the truth. So American Airlines has now suspended alcohol service in the main cabin. Earlier this summer they did, but they plan to resume it on 20, September 13th. And apparently the TSA this week said it would extend the mandate through January 18th to minimize the spread of COVID-19 on public transportation. <laughs> Plus, people are also acting like fools. That's what it comes down to. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just gotten completely crazy. And when I get on a plane, what I'll do before I get on the plane is I'll stop in the airport and I'll get a small uh, bottle of soda. What is it? Not the liter, but whatever, the small one. And I'll get the bottle of soda at the gift shop, and I'll bring it on the plane. And I'll ask for some ice from the flight attendant. And I'll just sip it, you know, pour it in, on my little cup. And I'll <laughs> take like an hour to drink it. <laughs> I mean, can we, just, can we just all talk about that? You get on a plane. You're walking down the same mile. <laughs> breathing the same air everybody else is. Touching the backs of seats. Touching the overhead bin. Touchy, touch, 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 touch. And you're sitting six inches apart. But keep that mask on. I mean, can we? Uh, it's just, I actually have a mask that a listener sent me that says, this mask is as useless as our governor. And I've worn it on planes, and I've had the TSA laugh at it. They think it's funny, because it's true. And I feel bad for them. I'll tell you something else I've noticed recently. I've noticed that a lot of people are done fighting about the masks. Have you noticed that? There are a lot of people all over the country who are just done, even in places where the mask mandate's a thing, they're not going to argue with you anymore. They're just not. You could be the only person in there without a mask, which I have been a couple times recently, and they'll still, they don't say anything. They don't want to deal with it. I don't blame them. Now, the Texas lieutenant governor, apparently, made a comment. This is was pretty stupid, Dan Patrick. He was on Fox News. He claimed that African-Americans who've not been vaccinated against the coronavirus are the reason for the surge in COVID-19 infections across the nations. First of all, you're a Republican. You're supposed to be smarter than that and not accuse anybody who's unvaccinated of causing this. That's the first thing. Secondly, I don't know how, I don't know how you dig yourself out of this hole, bud. And he was, what he was trying to say was that there are larger numbers of people who are African-Americans who apparently don't want to get uh, vaccinated, this and that and the other. Okay, that's not the point. That is not the point. You, you cannot, I can't give you a shovel big enough for you to dig yourself out of this hole. But there are tons of people who still are just flat out not going to have it. Went to a restaurant the other day, and the waitress was saying that if these people who own this restaurant institute a vaccine policy, she says about 75% of the people in the restaurant will quit. And it makes you wonder, too, doesn't it? If a lot of the people who have not gone back to work because, of course, the unemployment's been very high, I wonder if those people, many of them, or maybe they're staying home on unemployment. That's possible. But what about the folks who are just not wanting to go back to work because they don't want to wear a mask all day? They're saying, uh. Yeah, if you can possibly avoid it, who wants to wear a mask at work? Once again, what I'm going to be doing in my podcast is putting out various segments of my two-hour show on Sunday nights at KFTK. That's 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis, so you can always check there. Don't forget to check out my website, HeidiHarris.com. That's the central point for everything. And uh, my Twitter is Heidiology, Facebook page, Heidi Harris Show. So check it out. It all starts at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember... You were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.